Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. I am ready now. (laughs) Thank you, Coach Dorothy. Uh, So much uh, power in, in those words that you just shared with us. Man, I was like, Let's go ahead and continue with with that thought right there. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So we're going to continue uh, talking about goals. And hopefully you've been on the live calls or at least listened to the previous episodes. You know, and I I really encourage you to do so because I truly believe that they are a blessing. They're a blessing to us as we share these calls and we, you know, come on and do these calls and they are a blessing to others. We've gotten feedback, you know, where people are really blessed by the calls. And so as we continue um, talking about goals and setting goals, um, we are to work diligently in hopes of achieving them. In fact, Proverbs 21 and 5 says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. To best meet our goals, we should use the season we are in to prepare for the season ahead. You know, I really believe someone needs to hear that because we don't think about that um, very often, about using the season that we're in to prepare for the upcoming season. There are just so many responsibilities and stresses and strains in everyday life. And these things can cause us to neglect things that are important. And so even with all of that, we are still, we still should be preparing while we're in this season for the next season. And sometimes the season we're in is really intended to be a season to rest and be refreshed. Because taking the time to be alone with the Lord and the time spent growing in intimacy with God is not idle. And I know that that can seem hard because society focuses on teaching, you know, teaching us as entrepreneurs that we should be hustling and grinding and becoming slaves to our business. But as believers, we must always be seeking God's wisdom, always be seeking God in terms of how do we prepare for the next season because he'll show us what to do in any season. He will show us how to rest. He will show us how to prepare. He will show us how to be diligent in our working. In fact, uh, Mark 6 and 3, Jesus recognized the fatigue and need of restoration for his disciples. And he told them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest for a while. Because so many people were coming and going that they didn't even have time to eat. So just as our, our body needs time to recover and recuperate, so does our spirit and our soul. It needs time uh, to refresh and rest as well. So that's a prelude (laughs) to today's call. So welcome. 
to today's call entitled Goal 7.0, and we're going to talk about the seven steps to God goals. Seven steps to God goals. And by the way, one of the reasons I entitled uh, I titled this Goal 7.0 is because the number seven is the number of com- completeness and perfection, and is tied directly to God's creation of all things. And not only that, according to some Jewish traditions, the creation of Adam occurred on September 26, 3760 B.C., or the first day of Tishri, which is the seventh month on the Hebrew calendar. The word created is used seven times describing God's creative work. In Genesis 1, verse 1, verse 21, and then verse 27, three, it's been there three times, and then chapter 2, verse 3, and then chapter 2, verse 4. There are seven days in a week, and God's Sabbath is on the seventh day. So the number seven is the foundation of his word. So it was important to me that this be entitled, be titled Goals 7.0. I thought about Goals 2.0, 3.0, 5.0, whatever. But 7.0 really felt right. So anyway, um, we're talking about, I want to give you, you know, seven steps to God goals. And this is actually inspired by and based on Zig Ziglar's seven seven steps to goal setting. Y'all already know how much I love uh, Zig Ziglar. And so let's get into the practical side of goal setting. Step one, identify the goal. And of course, I'm going to start with my favorite quote. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. And that word aim means to point or direct like a weapon or a camera at a target. I remember when my husband and I went to the range and we uh, were, uh, we had to look at a target so that we can aim our guns at that particular target. I missed a couple of times, but I digress. But it also means to have intention of achieving something, to direct toward a specified object or a goal. So you are to determine the target you want to aim at and look at and capture your goal succinctly with clarity. And although it's a good idea to talk with others about your goals, talk with others, you know, that you trust, always, always consult God. So that's step one, identify the goal. Step two, ascertain the benefits. Determine the benefits of achieving this goal. What would you gain from achieving this goal? If you had a goal of making $20,000 in the next month or uh, how does making that $20,000 benefit you in your business? How does it benefit your family? Are you able to, as a result of it, hire someone to take some of the tasks off your plate? Will this free up more time to work on something else? And always, of course, consider, is it in alignment with God's assignment for you in this season? And when you begin 
to reflect on these things and you outline some of the benefits of achieving your goal, you'll begin to have more clarity. You'll be more motivated and your action steps will be more intentional. Okay? So ascertain the benefits. Step three, reflect on the obstacles. We all have things that could possibly block us, block us from achieving a certain goal or perceived as blocking us, right? So you want, but you want to reflect on the possible interruptions and interference that could present itself as a challenge for achieving that goal. Get an understanding of each of those challenges to help you in creating a strategy of how to overcome it. A member of our community shared a, a story that as a young girl, she ran track. She was a sprinter. And because she's short, the, 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 the uh, obstacle of jumping hurdles in that sprint was a challenge for her. So guess what she did? She went under them instead. She still accomplished the goal of getting to the finish line. So she reflected on those obstacles, and she found a solution to accomplish the goal. Step four. Assess your skills. It's important to think about the skills and knowledge that you have and determine what you will need in order to achieve your goals. Understanding the requirements will help you to create a plan to gain the skills and the knowledge you need for success. You may need to up-level your skills. Maybe they're a little bit outdated, right? But as leaders, we should always be leveling up. Step five, consider the people and resources. You'll benefit from the support of other people as well. So spend time thinking about the people that, are, that, that you can possibly surround yourself with that can help and support you. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to be in this entrepreneurial journey alone. Although it feels like you're alone, you don't have to be alone. Consider partnering and collaborating with others that complement your area of expertise. That's what Coach Jordan and I did as it relates to AAC, uh, AAC, ACC, ACC, I still got it wrong, AAC. <laughs> Our areas of expertise complement each other. And so it's a great combination. And it works. So step six, develop a plan. Begin thinking through the details of how you can achieve your goals. You'll want to include steps to overcome the obstacles or the challenges. You want to identify the steps to help you, fo to help you focus on the benefits you've identified and the steps to help you acquire the skills and knowledge that you need. Then develop a plan. And then step seven Create a timeline. This is probably the most important part because if you don't have a timeline or a time frame in place, you'll be in this loop of busyness with no end in mind. It's important to have a deadline for your goals and timeline so for the steps of your action plan to ensure that you have a clear and realistic plan in place. So we're going to stop here, but I really hope that this practical approach will help you 
and looking at and having a more realistic uh, approach in place for achieving your goal. And I, as always, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope you were empowered and encouraged by today's call as it relates to your goals and your goal setting. Understanding that it's a good idea to have goals and set goals, but we are always to approach our goals with wisdom and humility so that we can faithfully steward our assignment and the resources given to us. Remember to go to wisdominspired.net to find the links to the platforms where you can listen to the previous podcast, subscribe, and feel free to leave us a review. And if you'd like to know more about our virtual community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line. Next time, same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.